listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Uh, we got about 10 minutes left in this podcast, so we're going to kind of go through these running backs as quick as possible, but still give you a little bit of context, okay? Wide receiver and tight end rankings show will be up, will be up on Friday today. No podcast tomorrow on Thanksgiving. By the way, guys, have a happy Thanksgiving, okay? Enjoy yeah. yourselves. Eat a lot. Enjoy your family. You know, the four, remember. The four, yeah. I, I was telling my wife this yesterday, and I know we have we don't have that much time left, but I, I feel yeah, like, fine. you know. It's a Thanksgiving like episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, I'm a big foodie. I love food a lot. Yeah. But I just want to say that, you know, a lot of times, you know, at the, at the end all be all might seem like the food, but the end all be all is really the people that you're spending the time with. The food is just like the vessel for you to kind of spend time with your family and friends. You know, the people that you love. Okay. That's what it's about. Okay. Just like spend as much time as you can with the people that you love. And you know, the food is just a reason to get together, but at least you're getting together. Right. That's, that's, that's all I want to say. I just wanted to say that because I feel like there's, you know, there's this whole thing about the food, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and it's great. I I just bought my Turkey this morning. I'm going to be making Turkey again for the second time in like, in like six days because they made one on, thir- on Saturday too for our Friendsgiving. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, I, I didn't even care what, how the food tasted. Yeah. I mean, I, I do care because I want everyone to like the food. But at the end of the <laughs> day, what matters is that like, you know, I'm laughing and I'm having fun and I'm chilling with all my peoples. Yeah. You know? 100%. Yeah. Just I, I always say, and you hear it a lot, the four Fs, food, friends, family, football. Go enjoy it. Freaking Love talk it. to the relatives that you haven't seen in a while, you know. Go talk to everybody because freaking when are you gonna get the opportunity to have everybody in the same even place Uncle again? Frank? Even Uncle Frank. I know you don't want to yeah. talk to Uncle Frank. Just talk to him. <laughs> Uncle Frank. Yeah, just, just go just go and talk to everybody and just have a good time and enjoy it, you know. Um, the way things are, that's what that's what oh yeah, happy Thanksgiving. hundred percent happy Thanksgiving, Josh. Appreciate you, man. All right, let's get back into it real quick. Okay. Um, I got Austin Eckler number one. No surprise at Arizona. Yep. Um, I have I I would have Saquon. I had Saquon there at number one last week. That didn't work out so well. You know he had an uncharacteristically, uncharacteristically bad game against a bad defense. Didn't see that coming at all for right. Saquon. But I do have my number two. Um, you know in Dallas. You know uh, you know and Derrick Henry. You you might think that you want to have him at number three. Cincinnati's a tough defense also against the run. Um, but you know maybe you want to have Derrick Henry over, over Brock. I get it. But Dallas isn't a great. Russian defense. I think this game's going to be a lot closer than people think. Division game. It's going to be a tough one. Both teams want this super badly. So yeah. I think that it's going to be a close game. And Saquon's involved in the past game. I just like him a little bit more than Derrick Henry this week. Yeah. Not just for the win do both teams want it, but also because it's the Odell Bowl. You know, this is how you make your impression on Odell. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, I think it'll be close. I think it makes sense to have Saquon there. Um, Dalvin Cook, what did he have? 11 carries for 72 yards last week. He just didn't get the touches. Um, that he it was needed. really because of the blowout, right? Pretty yeah, it much. was a blowout. But you think about it, you know, 72 yards on 11 carries, that's pretty pretty darn good. If you up that to 20, 20 carries, you know, that's easily over 100 yards. That's like 130 yards and a touchdown. You know, that exactly. Dallas' and, defense and, has been porous against the run. And literally, like, what did we talk about with Saquon's over-under? His higher-lower? Saquon's was that? 76. 76. So, you know. He could do it too. I think you could do it be too. smashing that over button or the higher button. That's what they call it. The I, higher I, 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 I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, Derek Henry is at, at three. I feel like these three are like the top three pretty much rest of the season. Yep. That's you where know. it's going to be. 
Christian McCaffrey, I have him here at number four against New Orleans. You know, he doesn't have the same ceiling that he's had before. Um, even his floor, honestly, um, you know, isn't as high. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, you know, he has that like 18 point floor. He kind of scored that the last two games in PPR. Um, the good thing is that at least he's being peppered in the, he's being used in the pass game a lot. Yeah. Um, so I'm 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 happy about using using the pass game, especially because we haven't seen Kyle Shanahan really do that lately. The last time he's really used his running backs in the past game was when they had Carlos Hyde, <laughs> when they had um, Matt, I think it was Matt Breida. Yeah, I think Breida. they had that one-two punch uh, like several years back when they were like peppering their running backs in the past game. But that's really because they didn't have that many weapons. But now, now they're really going after it with, with Christian McCaffrey, which I love. Yeah, you have to figure that's why they brought Christian McCaffrey in to add that receiving dimension to the backfield. Because with Elijah Mitchell, yeah, he's a very good runner, but he wasn't much of a pass catcher. And now they have Christian McCaffrey. I think the days of Christian McCaffrey being ranked as the RB1 on a weekly basis are over at yeah. this point. Yeah, unless Elijah Mitchell gets hurt again. Yeah. That would be the only way. Once, If Elijah Mitchell ends up getting hurt again, I'm moving CMC back to number one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But as long as he's being used like this with Elijah Mitchell, you know, obviously in the fold, uh, he, I don't think he's going to be ranked as an RB1. He can still finish as an RB1, but we're not going to rank him that way just because the volume isn't there to have that. I have uh, Nick Chubb at number five against Tampa Bay. Um, it's one, you know, it's one of those things with Nick Chubb. It, you know, you you got to start him. You got to assume that he's going to get the volume. Uh, you know, any given week, this is not the same Tampa rushing defense that we're used to over the past couple of years. They're they're a little bit more vulnerable, um, and they're at home. So I I think Nick Chubb can have a pretty good day this week. I moved up Kenneth Walker. He's back this week, you know, against Vegas. Vegas gives up a ton of fantasy points to running backs. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think the Seahawks are going to be running the ball a lot. I think they're going to be up in this game. And I think there's a very good chance that Kenneth Walker uh, ends up with, you know, 20, 22 carries in this game pretty easily. So he can score. Um, <clears throat> Vegas has really given up a lot of touchdowns to running backs this year, uh, yeah. in both the rushing game and the passing game. If they're working him into the passing game a little bit more, man, his ceiling is huge rest yep. of the season sky high i mean he had eight targets last week and obviously that came with a lowered rushing workload that was in was it germany um so yeah. maybe it was just it the seahawks traveled a long way to get to germany so you know maybe that's something that affected him um i'm not worried about the workload going forward definitely not against the raiders defense which has been pretty horrendous um they might have looked a little bit a little bit better than they've been last week because they were playing the broncos um so you can you can give them that credit but Unless Max Crosby is taking over the game, you know, this defense isn't anything to worry about as far as the fantasy matchup goes. I think Kenneth Walker should get back on the horse and have a huge week. I agree. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I have him here at number seven against Pittsburgh. Josh Jacobs at Seattle. Uh, the reason why I don't have Jacobs higher, honestly, is because I do think Seattle is going to go up in this game. I think they're going to be fine at home, and Jacobs yep. might lose a little bit of volume because of it. Then I got Dalvin Cook at number nine here against New England. Tony Pollard at number 10 against the Giants. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, we talked about Pollard, by the way, earlier uh, in our Dallas uh, preview uh, for yeah. the Thanksgiving games. Ramondre Stevenson at, at Minnesota, talked about him earlier as well. James Conner, I moved him up uh, back to a low-end RB1, t- top 12 here. He's number 12 against the Chargers at home, uh, whether or not Kyler Murray plays. If he doesn't play, I think that they're going to really lean on James Conner. And if they can stay in that game, he can get a lot of work. Regardless, um, he's going to be using the passing game as well. So I like him against the Chargers, uh, you know, a team that not only gives up a lot of rushing yards on a per carry basis, but they also give a lot of fan- give up a lot of fantasy points to run- the opposing running backs as well. Yeah, I think if Kyler Murray plays in this game, this could be a shootout. 
you know, because the way these defenses have been playing hasn't been very good. And the offenses are explosive. They have playmakers. And yeah. James Conner. It seems like Hollywood's coming back, too. Yeah. And James Conner, he's had a role. Even though he only got 14 carries, he, he got five targets in the passing game, and that was in a blowout. Yep. So it seems yep. like his workload is locked in in a regular positive or, you know, even game script, um, neutral game script. That's what they call it. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's going to have 20 touches a game, and that's all you yeah. can ask for. 77% of snaps, you know, in a matchup like this, you, you have to start him. Yeah. Regardless of who the quarterback is. Um, Jeff Wilson, I moved him up all the way to number 13 this week against Houston at home. He's the lead back there. This is a no-brainer for me. He's a great start this week. Yeah. Anybody any Eric, running back against Houston, great Exactly. Start. Yeah, and the fact that he got so much work and he's the clear 1A, this is a no-brainer one for me. Yeah. Aaron Jones at number 14 against Philly. Um, you know, you, you worry that Green Bay doesn't get a lot going in this game. However, you know, they have a little weapon in Christian Watson now. Maybe the changes it truly does change the dynamic of the offense. We'll see. Uh, yeah. But I'm good starting Aaron Jones. I have him over Travis Etienne. I have Etienne really low. I have Alvin Kamara really low. I have them at 15 and 16 this week. But Etienne is going up against Baltimore. They are at home. Uh, you know, and if it's anything like last week against Carolina, maybe he can get some volume. Um, I'm a little bit worried about this matchup, but it's really, really hard to bench Etienne. He's just that type of player where you gotta you gotta have him in your lineup most weeks. Um Alvin Kamara at San Francisco, I have him at 16. You know, this offense, you know, might not fare too well against San Francisco in San Francisco because they can right. score points. You know, they can put you in negative game scripts. And not that Kamara it matters for Kamara because he can get a lot of targets. But what I mean by that is it, like they can just go one dimensional and then you just got those pass rushers just going after Andy Dalton every time he gets the ball. So this could be a rough outing for the Saints. That's why I have him at 16 and I have ETN at 15. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And you talk about the Saints. I don't think it's crazy to have Camaro this low because you got two things going against it. You have 49ers defense just being ridiculous, you know, and we saw they relegated the Cardinals to offensive in irrelevance. You know, they just mm-hmm. weren't very good. And that was with a backup quarterback playing. And technically, Andy Dalton's a backup. So this could be a bad game for him. But you also <laughs> have the fact that you said 16 games, 32 teams playing. It's going to shove some players down a little bit, you know, yeah. because there are so many. I remember I looked at the schedule. And I was like, man, you know, there's a bunch of games on Thursday. It's probably going to be an empty red zone slate, you know, on Sunday. Uh, I was like, nope. wait, no, it's actually filled up. So good on the schedule makers for the NFL for giving us a full week of Thanksgiving football. 100%. Um, Jamal Williams, I have him here at number 17 against Buffalo. We talked about him earlier as well. Samaje Ryan. I'm assuming that Joe Mixon is out this week. Uh, I don't think we got any practice reports for Joe Mixon. Did he get a limited practice in today uh, we or not? That. I'm not sure yeah. if we, we did. See. Uh, Joe Mixon is still in concussion protocol, according to Zach Taylor. Yeah, but no, no, did he training staff? I'm told there's a reasonable chance Joe Mixon passed the concussion protocol this week and plays Sunday. I'm, I'm sure there is, but did he get a practice? In? That's the question. So, all right, you know, we'll find out about that. If he got a limited practice in today on a Wednesday, that's a, it's, it's a pretty good chance that he can pass the concussion protocol. Yeah. If he does not practice today, then there's a there's much less of a chance than he 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 goes through the concussion protocol just fine. You want him to get a limited practice in at least on Thursday and then a full on Friday in order for him to be ready to play on Sunday. Okay, right. so I'm assuming let's assume he doesn't play. Um, I have Samaj P Ryan up here uh, at number 18. If Joe Mixon were to play, I'll probably move him up above Aaron Jones at 14. That's yeah. probably where I'll, where I'll move him to. Um, but Samaj P Ryan at Tennessee, it's a very tough matchup, but. With Jamar Chase back, with this whole offense back, like we talked about earlier, like the Bengals 
can air it out. They can do their thing. And Samaji P. Ryan can be in very opportune situations. Also, Tennessee has given up the second most receptions. Oh, I'm sorry, the most receptions to running backs this season. So P. Ryan is going to be pretty involved in the passing game. And he already is. So the good thing is that, you know, kind of plays into what Tennessee has been doing uh, on defense against running backs. Right. Yeah, I think Samaji P. Ryan's a good play as long as Joe Mix is out. Joe Mix is out. You know, I... I'm not starting him. You know, I'm not thinking that, oh, maybe he'll hold on to some work just because Joe Mix might be limited. I'm I'm not worried about that. Yeah. And just to clarify, Zach Man, he's not starting P Ryan if Joe Mixon starts. Not yeah. not that if he starts, he won't play Mixon. Um Oh yeah, yeah, Gibson. yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yep. We got Gibson here at number 19. Uh great role. He led the, you know, he had more carries than um what's his name? Ah, oh, who who, uh, Washington. Uh, Washington. Antonio Gibson had more. Brian Robinson. Than... Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson. Yeah, thank, that's thank the you name. You were kids Brian Robinson last week, and he was the primary um, pass catching running back as well, um, playing on all the two minute snaps and all that. So he is a every week RB two rest of way, especially given the fact that JD McKissick is on IR. So yep. good news for Gibson moving forward. Decent matchup against Atlanta. Solid player. He's going to be right around. 18, 19 every single week for yeah. me. Gibson's trying Damian Pierce at number 20 at Miami. Um, you know, he's down here pretty, pretty heavily. And if this gets into a negative game script, which it can, then Damian Pierce might not have as great of a week, you know, as you want him to. He's been a little bit down over the last couple of weeks, but his floor has been relatively high, um, you know, forward RB2, you know, aside from last week. Yeah. But do I think he's going to get it back going this week with Kyle Miami in Miami? With Kyle Allen, maybe. With Kyle Allen. You know, sometimes maybe. that's all it takes. We'll see. I, Not I don't think so. Though. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> David Montgomery, I have him here at 21 against the Jets. I would, I might have Montgomery higher in most weeks, but he is going up against the Jets in New York. Not the best matchup in the world. We also don't know the status of of uh, Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. So, you know, there's some questions there. Even though I like Montgomery as a three-down back, not the best matchup in the world. No, I'm not a big fan of that matchup at all. Miles Sanders at 22 against Green Bay. Solid. So, you know, he's like a solid low-end RB2 every single week, pretty much. Yep. And against Green Bay, who's been leaky, you know, their run defense has been leaky this year uh, at home. I think he, he could be solid for you. And Latavius Murray at Carolina, you know, Latavius Murray can assume a three-down role this week. You know, we'll see. Because Mike Boone isn't back. They just lost Chase Edmonds. Murray might be on the field for 70 snaps. You know, it's possible yeah. against Carolina. So he can get some volume. So I think he's a decent play this week. Is he too low or is he just right? No, I think that's just right. Um, okay. I don't think his ceiling goes very high, but his floor is pretty much Agreed. locked in. Where before it wasn't so locked in, but his floor is pretty much locked in because like you said, to have Chase Evans get injured and then move on from Elvin Gordon anyway, that tells you they're comfortable having him in the backfield. You know, and obviously the offense isn't that good, but Latavius Murray is going to get his touches and he's going to be a, actually a decent start. If you pick him up off the waiver wire, He's going to be a quality starter for you until further notice. Pretty much. Uh, I got Deontay Foreman against Denver at 24. I think he's in a situation this week where he can rack up volume because if Denver doesn't score a lot of points, then he can rack up volume. But last week, it was also a close game, but they couldn't, you know, the Carolina couldn't sustain any drives. Now they have Sam Darnold coming in. Will they be able to sustain drives? I don't know. Okay, this is a tough matchup. Car- like just thinking about Sam Darnold going up against Denver's pass defense is like a terrible thing to think about. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it's really bad. So regardless, like I feel like the the 
I feel like the Panthers are going to do worse with Sam Darnold this week than Baker. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that is Baker, a very low bar. <laughs> I, I hear you, Mayfield? but like, Man. it could turn into like with Baker, at least like it won't be a disaster. Like they just will suck and not score points. Yeah. But like with, with Sam Darnold, I feel like they could he could throw a pick six and it could be it could be super, That's stupid true. messy. Yeah. I could see that happening this week. But I and it's you. in Denver too. Um is that game in Denver? Uh it is not. No, it's in Carolina. Oh yes, yeah, in Carolina. You're you're right. You're right. Regardless, okay, so, so it maybe, also looks like it looks like they're forecasting rain. So if it was already gonna be a messy offensive showing, like ugh. yeah. I got Michael Carter here against Chicago. Um, I think he can get some checkdowns, so I have him up a little higher than I normally would, even though this is a potentially three-man backfield. Hopefully not. Um, Hopefully him and James Robinson can kind of take over. But, you know, we've seen, you know, Ty Johnson come in and, you know, be a little little pesk in the backfield. Um, And then Devin Singletary, I have him here at number 26 against Detroit with James Cook coming on a little bit. Had to move him, him down. Um, Rashad White at 27 at Cleveland, Gus Edwards at 28 against Jacksonville, assuming that he's back, Leonard Fournette at 29 at Cleveland, and then Cordell Patterson at 30 at Washington. L- let me get a quick take take on your Rashad White and Leonard Fournette in uh in in Tampa this week. Yeah. So what are you doing? I wanna get I wanna put faith in Leonard Fournette that he's gonna have. You know, not only more touches, but better production. But Rashad White has looked good. And it seems like things are trending towards Rashad White, you know, kind of being the guy there. Um, if Leonard Fournette is relegated to early down roles and Rashad White takes over, you know, passing downs, and I, I, maybe we see Rashad White get a couple goal line carries, I think that value is going to go up for Rashad White. And Leonard Fournette might be just kind of stuck in, in, in purgatory. You know, high-end RB3, low-end RB2. I don't think this turns into a Zeke and Pollard situation, but it might be closer to what we saw out of Zeke and Pollard earlier in the season where, you know, Zeke might get a goal line carrier too, and that be, might be enough to buoy his production. But, you know, Rashad White is looks like he's more explosive. So uh, I would rank Leonard Fournette. This might be the last time I say I put Leonard Fournette over Rashad White. Um, depending on how this week goes, it could change next week. But I'll put Leonard Fournette over Rashad White just for now, and, and we'll see how it goes this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I, one of the reasons that – one of the things that play into it too is that Fournette is coming off the injury. So, yeah. you know, maybe he gets a little bit – you know, less work than he normally would if this was just two guys going into this game pretty healthy, coming off the bye. I don't know how healthy Leonard Fournette is coming into this game, so I just feel better starting Rashad White this week, right? Okay, Um, And against Cleveland, too, this is a good matchup, so I think both of them can do okay, but I prefer Rashad White, a healthy Rashad White coming off the bye. And then Gus Edwards, I'm starting him over Fournette because, you know, if he's going to play, I can see him, you know, having that goal line role um, if he does end up playing. So, you know, who gets the goal line carries for the Bucks? I don't know. It could be either of them, to be honest. Uh, you know, I, I have no idea. But if Gus Edwards is active, I'm pretty confident that Gus Edwards will get those goal line carries for uh, Baltimore. Right. I and uh, just to kind of like quickly, 30, I have Cordell Patterson. 31, Zeke Elliott. 32, Isaiah Pacheco. 33, Najee Harris. 34, James Robinson. 35, DeAndre Swift. Followed by Brian Robinson, Raheem Mostert. Elijah Mitchell, Tyler Algier, and Kareem Hunt. That's where I'm ending it. That's it. Guys, have a happy Thanksgiving. Um, if you want these de- these these rankings, go to patreon.com slash fantasy. The link will also be in the description of whatever, wherever you're listening or watching. Um, and you'll get all the rankings a little bit later today. Flex rankings and positional rankings. Take it easy, guys. Make sure you take advantage of the underdog special offers for Thanksgiving. Use code upperhand to double your first deposit up to $100. All right, guys. Zach, 
Have a happy Thanksgiving, brother. Yep. Hope you have a good one. Everybody here, everyone listening, have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time. And uh, we'll see you guys on Friday. Later. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 